Hello, hello, everybody. Hello. Hi. We're back. Yes, we're here. Tuning in to episode three of The Shady Brunch. Yes. Yes. Um, This episode is going to be quite a serious one because we're going to be getting into some things that um, we don't really get into. Mm-hmm. When it comes to black and brown people, you know, we don't really talk much about what's going on in the Mente. So, what are you speaking on, Kasha? Let them know. Oh, mental health and wellness. Um, you know, we want to talk about that and how it affects your, your well-being, your emotions, thoughts, feelings, how you overcome situations. Um, our social connections and our understanding of what's going around us. So, and that it's sounds good. What is vital now? Very important. Yes. Oh yeah. Very important things to uh, discuss and to share. Yes, definitely. Um, with other people, and you know, hopefully, point people in the right direction to get any type of help that they may need in these type of situations. Exactly. Yeah. We need to stop making mental health top taboo. Oh yeah, absolutely. And right now is no longer taboo because of what we're going through with COVID you know quarantine brought a lot of people hitting feelings hitting mental situations out to surface and didn't know how to handle it oh yeah because we don't we well our community is being um, black I will say don't necessarily have the tools of how to deal with it but just sucking it up you yeah. know so so let me ask you right because I know we talk a lot about uh black and brown communities not wanting to receive the type of mental health treatment that they need you don't want to go to a therapist you don't want to go to a shrink you don't want to do this why do you think that is why do you think that you know we as a community um don't want to do that that's a good question what what is wrong with going to you know if you're feeling down one day obviously everybody has days Mm -hmm. where you just feel down but you know if you constantly feel down why do you think that like our elders are like no you just you know go lay down go to sleep you know yeah drink some ginger ale hello you know like take a towel no yeah so why why (laughs) do you think that is i will say because of who is treating us they don't usually don't look like us you know and then black people has a have something going like why would you go to someone else who's not dealing with your stress you know they could be easily telling you that you're wrong but you may not be wrong you know that's why it says vital that well i'm happy now there's more people of color or like being therapists because you know you, yeah. they understand the struggle right. you know that's needed you know it's it's like why it's like war veterans you you went to war and you know you got your own um stress your own your own your own situations right Mm -hmm. but why would you go to a therapist that never been to war Mm -hmm. they can't understand your stress you know they can't understand your struggle they don't know what you go through daily they don't know what you had to what you had to do while you're over there Mm -hmm. it's like it's all about comfortability and then and then for especially old school black people it's like pray Pray it away. We went through away. we went through way more short stress than you do. Why are you being like this? Why are you being like that? Because they feel like what they went through is nowhere near what we're going through now. Yeah. Right. You know, but it's different struggles and how like look look at look at us now. We raised in the nineties. Mm-hmm. Kids right now, they going through a whole different stress than we did. Yes. Cause actually, technology absolutely. is a different stressful situation, absolutely. you know? That's a whole different ball game. But do you think all right, so so but 
in light of what you just said, right? Because mm-hmm. you know our elders didn't go through what we went through, and we didn't go through what our children are going through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, are you gonna go into your children with that same mentality as of you know these children are are dealing with like more like gender mm-hmm. issues, more body issues, and all of these yes. things? So, you know, are you going to be the parent that says, "Oh, well, you don't need to go to a therapist because"? That's normal. Everybody, you know, at some point in time in high school, mm. do you like boys or do you like girls? Yeah. Do yeah. you think you're a girl? Do you think you're a boy? You know, so are you going to be the type of person like, and is it okay to tell your kids, um, no, you don't have to go through, like, you don't have to go see a therapist. Like, you don't need to do that. Yeah, no, I, I would definitely put therapy on the table for a child because knowing that what they're going to now, they don't even, like you said, we, they don't even know what to call themselves no more. There's no more pronouns. I, I, you know? I'm, I'm, I'm very, very, very perplexed with the whole gender thing that these kids are doing right now exactly. because it's just like, first of all, you're very, very young mm-hmm. to even be thinking about, oh, I want to alter myself. I want to no longer be a girl. I want to be a boy. I, I don't want to be a boy anymore. I want to be a girl. It's just like, what? What is feeding you on television or on TikTok or on YouTube for you to be like, oh, yeah, I I'm not a boy. I don't feel like I'm a boy inside. Like I'm a girl. Like I I don't I don't really understand that. And yeah, is he? And so when when it comes to something like that, yeah, Mm -hmm. I would probably seek therapy, but. I would tread lightly with that because at the same time, it's still another person that could play a factor in like, oh, well, the decision making or the the final decision making of that child. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, well, since it's okay for me to have these feelings, maybe I should indulge. I don't really think that children should be indulging and trying to adult decision decisions yeah because like that's a very big decision to make so i agree it's another mental health stress this leads me to my next question right Mm -hmm. because when children don't feel like they can express themselves oh yeah children go through depression yeah this the same way as adults definitely that so especially puberty so Mm. this is my question is if you you know you do tread lightly Mm -hmm. or Cause I feel like I tread lightly too. Like, you know, I might mm. joke around with my kid like, Hey, do you like girls? You know, whatever. Just <laughs> let me know. You can tell me, you know, but, um, it's not a light situation. I know a lot of children that are on medication. I know mm-hmm. uh, children that, you know, have been, you know, <laughs> admitted to facilities over things like this. Really? And so it's kind of like, um, if we tread lightly and don't make that space available for your children, uh, to, be able to express themselves or or whatever and and, it, and it, they may even be that in that environment mm-hmm. but that's depressing for them it because is because they're different yeah and they're gonna grow up and you know they're not gonna feel un- they're not gonna feel comfortable with yeah. expressing the, this these feelings if you know if we just kind of like tread lightly i feel like like i feel like you know it's not something to take lightly because this is a big deal. Very big it's deal. It's a big deal. Well, I, I think, I mean, like, treading lightly when it comes to outside of the family. I'm talking to somebody outside of the 
family yeah. to try to seek help because I think the only people who can really have an influence in helping is the parents. Yeah. You, the mom and the father, they have to sit down and have conversations mm-hmm. with the child before they just go and just start spilling everything out to the therapist because they can do that and then once the therapist involves you in the session and they hear like how the mom or the father is just like well you know it, it can it gets kinda defensive create, not not even defensive but it i think that it can create um a situation where it's just like the child may get confused with not really know which way to go. Should I listen more to the therapist and how she's Makes saying sense. it's okay for me to fully express myself mm-hmm. and maybe I should go down this rabbit hole of seeing how I feel about maybe if I dress like a boy or if I do things as a boy would rather than just like dealing with the parents and keeping it in home. I just think that more influence for the child for the child to better make a decision, it should be more in-house Yeah, than I, out-house. I agree. And I also think that it comes to a point where parents can't rely, like you said, on therapists a lot. Right. Because you also want to teach your kids skills on how to solve situations that you go through. Like... Uh-huh. You you might like kid may come home from school and have a bad day, right? And it might put him in a depressing mode. Be like, okay, I don't want to go to school. I don't want to be like that. Okay, don't be so quick to call a therapist. Don't be so quick right. to right. say, oh, do you need this type of medication? Yeah, you know, that's form of dependency. Yeah, yeah, and it's and it helps them solve issues right. that that you can be able to solve later in life because that situation that you may go through as a child could be as an adult, but it's in a different form. Right, and then you can recognize it early on. You know. So it's it's all about just try to work your way out of a plastic bag, as they say. Mm-hmm. You know, because <laughs> you know, there's a lot of kids that really just need to be direct everything, like GPS everywhere, you know. And I think that that's what some kids are missing. However, you do got you do have kids that have medically, I mean, mentally imbalanced. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they need help, you know. Yeah, yeah. And then, like you were saying about the gender stuff, to me, I think that's a you putting adult issues on a child is yeah is that's already causing more stress that they don't need. Let them be a kid. Because what one one thing, and I'm gonna cut you off, but one thing that I've been seeing a lot, like especially on TV shows and stuff like that. Like I remember I was watching Sex, and yeah, so um, who is it? Charlotte. Mm-hmm. She has a daughter who feels more like a boy. She's. She wants to be, like, non-binary and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So she didn't even find out through her own daughter. She found out through a parent, uh, like, one of those PTA things. Like, the whole school know, knew about it. But her. Like, but but the mom and, and the father. Like, they, um, they called her by a totally different name in school. And Charlotte was just like, what? What is going on? So... They were just, to make the long story short, the school was very supportive when the daughter said, okay, call me by this name, or I see myself as this. Mm-hmm. That's my problem right there. Oh, got you. You're a, you're a teacher. I understand it takes a village to raise. Mm-hmm. However, first of all, you did not come and tell me what was going on with my child. Exactly. Secondly, 
how can you be, I understand like you don't want to create conflict, so you want to be very supportive of the children in school and everything that they do, but this comes down to my child's gender. This is a very, very serious thing. Huge. I should have known about it, first of all, and I just feel like when it comes to a situation like that, the parents have to be very hands-on with that more than a therapist or teachers and you know just like oh you know you just we're just going to be very accepting of this with no conversation and i don't believe in that yeah but you can also look at it too that i totally agree with that too but you got kids who don't want, they feel like that they may disappoint their parents. Mm-hmm. Right. So they don't want to, and then especially if you coming from a single parent home and that's an issue that you feel is huge, you were like, okay, well, I don't want my mom to be worried or my father to be worried about this. Like, okay, I'm just going to hold it out and then I'm going to have my life outside and then have my life at home. You know, and, and right now that's what these kids are going through now because they feel like if I say this, it's going to disappoint them. Because as a kid, you already know where your parents' views lies because, you know, it, kitchen table talk. Mm-hmm. So you hear how your parents feel about certain situations. Uh-huh. So then when you hear the situation that you're going through and they speak negative, ne- negatively about it, oh, see, I can't even talk, negatively about it, then they're going to be like, okay, I can't tell them right now. Right. So what I'm going to do is just, like, see if I can tell one of my best friends, um, maybe a counselor or something, and they might go that route. Yeah, um, that's true. That, it's very true. It happens yeah. very often. Yeah, and yeah. It, it can be that route because, mm-hmm. you know, you hear, you, you hear your parents talk all the time. You hear yeah. them talk with their friends or whatever other family members, and they be like, oh, well, she don't really like what I'm – who I – think i am now mm-hmm. so let me find a way to be strong enough to tell her so if she don't if she do disapprove then i can take that yeah you know and i also think that a lot of it uh boils down to really uh knowing your kid exactly um a lot of people and i've witnessed this uh you know teachers will tell the parent something about mm-hmm. their kid Oh, that's not my kid. Oh, yeah. oh my God. That kid. happens a lot. <laughs> yes. Excuse me. This is your kid. Yeah. I probably spend more time in this classroom with your kid than you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is what your kid is doing. Mm-hmm. So there's a lack of accountability on both ends. True. Um, yeah. And I think I do agree that, you know, if a student comes into class and says, listen, I know my mom gave me the name Jamila, but call me Thomas going forward. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's like wait, what? It's like, wait, what? <laughs> like, Tom is what? All right, so let me talk to your mom. Like, I'll respect your wishes, but, you know, I'm going to reach out. And I'm yeah, gonna exactly. Let, right, I'm going to let your right. mom know. So I do feel like um, and parents, right about that. you know, don't hold themselves accountable for knowing their kid like they should. Yeah, um, that's They true. don't build the relationships with their children that they should. And there's also some things, regardless of your relationship with your child, mm-hmm. that your kid just doesn't want to talk to you about. Yeah. yeah. And I know that because I talk to my daughter about everything. Mm-hmm. And one day she was like, Mom, you know what? There's just some things I don't want to talk to you about. Yeah. And I had to respect that. Yeah. yeah. Because at the end of the day, if you tell me everything else. Yes. You want to talk to somebody on the outside? I can understand that. Yep. Yeah. I don't get mad. I don't get butt hurt. But there's parents that will get butt hurt over that. Yeah. And it's like, you know, they take out all of this. And I feel like these are things that um, growing up uh, will will lead to the mental health issues. Exactly. That people tend to get the anxiety, mm-hmm. yeah, depression. Because these are all like, you know, 
somebody like me, like I think I had, you know, suffered from depression for years, but didn't know because I didn't know mm. what it was. Mm. Like, you know, I just had these feelings and I didn't realize until I was adult, an adult. Like I used to go to the hospital all the time for stomach pains and I didn't yeah. realize it was because of like stress and yeah. because of like anxiety, like, yeah. you know, and so those things just, you know, just travel along with you. So yeah. I, I think, um, yeah. you know, there's many uh, contributing factors to it. Um, I do want to ask you guys, though, uh, do you guys like do you feel it's important to have like a therapist like just to have? Have you guys ever been to therapy? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I do. Think I think it's so. important. Very um, important. I I am very pro therapy. I went mm-hmm. through it as a kid. My parents put me in it because, you know, they had issues. So they wanted to make sure I wasn't so messed up mentally. Mm-hmm. So which is good. I yes, I do believe in therapy. Yes, I definitely do. Because we we gotta understand that we try to be so strong but you gotta feel it Mm -hmm. in order to get through it you know you don't have to be strong in every situation sit soak it in and then go about it yeah you know yeah and and that took me a while to figure out you know as growing up well but do you think because i know like you know we mentioned you know why don't people want to go seek therapists um people don't want to tell their business i think that it's also allowing yourself to be vulnerable Right. Yes. I have took me a long time to find a therapist. Like finding a therapist is really like dating. Yeah. (laughs) And it sets you off. I've used to try to find dating or dating a therapist for years, (laughs) and I would go and speak to these people, and it was just like I was getting a lot of like older white women, Uh and I was just like, this isn't working for me. This isn't. It just it just wasn't happening. And then finally. I went through a few years ago a real bad depression. Like, I was at work crying. And at the time, my supervisor was like, what is wrong? Like, she just talked to me, and I just started crying. Oh, and wow. I was just like, like, I, know she's like, what's going on? I'm like, I don't know. That's like, you know I didn't know. I was always crying. Wow. And so I, Aww. you know, I decided to go through my job's EAP to mm-hmm. find a therapist. And I was going, and I was talking to this old white man. <laughs> And I was just like, and I was go, and I would literally funny, sit funny. there, and I'm just like, what is this? <laughs> would he like, smell like Geritol? Like, I could figure out my own issues. I don't, I went to school for the same thing that you did, sir. Like, you're not helping me, so. In 1934. It's just kind of like, yeah. what am I doing here? So yeah. I stopped therapy because at that point, it's like, I can find my own therapist. Yeah. After right. my father passed, I finally found a therapist. I love her. She's amazing. She tried that's to discharge good, that's me. Great. I was like, ma'am, you're going to see me once a month. Yeah. If you don't think there's nothing wrong with me, we're going to figure this out. We in this for right. life. I say that because I think people also get discouraged. So when I find, like, somebody first tells me they're finding, you know, they're starting therapy, yeah. I don't want people to be discouraged by the fact that you're going to go to a therapist for the first time and it might not work out. Yeah. Yeah. If you true. might not, that person might not be able to relate to you. That person might not even talk. Cause there's some therapists that won't talk. Yeah. And they just sit there and look at you. Yeah. Just go in and talk. Yeah. Like, yeah. hello, are you here? Are you human? Exactly. Like I need feedback. <laughs> yeah. Like I need you to say, listen, like call me out for something yeah, that I did right. wrong or, or, you know, something. Exactly. And Interact. So I think people, aside from going and having to be a little bit vulnerable when you see a therapist, yeah. um, they kind of really just like you know it just didn't work out with this one. Yeah, you got and it could yeah, be like that. Yeah, yeah. You got to pick your therapist like you pick your medical doctors. Absolutely. Yeah. Like because if you got you got to have that person comfortable to put that tube in your no no spot. 
and, <laughs> and still be able to be relaxed. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, you true. know, you got to look at their background. Like, yeah. that's why I be looking at these doctors' backgrounds. Like, let me see what their grades they got. If you got Bs and Cs, yeah. that means you had a life. Yeah. So, even if you have A's, that's good too. But if you're not so, like, straight by the book all the time, that right. you, you just close the book, like, look. This right. is really going on with yep. you, you know? Yeah. So. so, yeah, I just, you know, I just um, don't want ever people to, like, you know, feel discouraged. Like, oh, it didn't work for me. And yeah. it took me, uh, I want to say, a good 10 years to yeah. find a therapist that I liked. And Sounds like yeah. average time. And I told her, I'm like, listen, man, I, I don't know what you think this is, but you can't go nowhere. <laughs> I, I got like, that's it. He's like, yo, take this copay and shut I up. like, that's it. Take this copay so. and shut up. So, um, do you guys know anybody that's been depressed or? Yeah, I know. Um, my, well, I think it wasn't until I got older that I didn't realize like how serious bipolarness was. Yes. But my father, Ooh, I've cold. seen him go through some serious depression when I was younger. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, that's, that's, that's really deep. Yeah. That's really deep. Yeah. See, I see depression in a light where people who can't get off of drugs and they'd be like so depressed that that they're not strong enough not to take that hit. They just end their life, you know? Mm. I see it in that type of situation. And it's like usually people who have mental health issues, use, I won't say all, but they tend to hit that route too when it comes to drugs because it's like an easy fix. Yeah. It's, it, it numbs off all your mm -hmm. feelings. You don't mm -hmm. have to feel anything. So. And you don't have to deal with people. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, and you know, you already feel like you were a burden or you useless anyway. So yeah. you just do, you do that and then it goes, it goes away for that moment. But mm -hmm. then you adding another problem to a problem. Right. Mm -hmm. Like one of my mom's good friends that I know since we was, uh, since I was a kid, well, She's friends with her before I was even born. Like, she had a drug issue, and she jumped out the window. Oh, oh wow. And wow. everybody was like, you know, how the... It's like... But it's another thing about signs. Like, mm -hmm. you, with somebody who's, you know, for a fact that has been doing drugs for so long, you think, like, okay, they're going to get off at one point, or if they're not, they're going to work high find the cope to get off, right? Mm -hmm. But usually, sometimes you be like, suicide? Yeah. It just don't cross your mind. Yeah. And especially as being black, we, that, that's the last thing that crossed our minds, you know? Right. We'd be like, oh, yeah, here go Pookie and I'm doing the same thing he always do or he or she. You know what I mean? But we don't I know if Pookie going to do issues. But you know, you are a lot of people. You know, I mean, you know we got nicknames for people like that. But, whoa, that. No, I'm, I'm just saying, let me not laugh at that because it's. It's yeah, true. It's yeah. very, very true. So, you know, but you don't know that they be going through it. like. So aside from people that are, you know, going through substance use issues, mm -hmm. what can you, you think that you can recognize signs of somebody that is depressed that, um, and there's different levels of depression. It could be you know, yeah. severely depressed. It could just be, you know, just... Yeah. You know, I'm going through a period, like maybe like a seasonal depression. Mm -hmm. yeah. Do you uh, guys think that you can recognize signs of that from a person? Have you, are you able to like determine I think certain I could, signs? I, I will think say. I could only recognize it from like somebody that I deal with on a day to day basis, like mm -hmm. like my daughter or my fiance or. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Somebody that I'm close with, interacting mm -hmm. with daily. Mm -hmm. If not, I mean, 
like I may be able to like maybe if somebody is drinking too much than the norm mm-hmm. than they usually do Makes or sense. Mm-hmm. if they're secluding themselves mm-hmm. um, more than usual mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. it's like those little signs because I do pay attention to people very much so mm-hmm. if I'm seeing something like that I will be like yo what's going on with you you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying like are you good mm-hmm. um but yeah like little signs like that that's true yeah, I start seeing things like, well, I start seeing when people start giving away their stuff, like out of nowhere, like they just start just giving this stuff away, and people like, why? Like, oh, I'm just cleaning stuff out. I don't need it. I to me that kind of like opens up a sign for me, like, okay, well, what's really going on? Especially if you giving away stuff and you giving away a lot of your stuff. That one day is a sign for me. Um, like you say, something out the unusual, mm-hmm. um, isolation. Um, not answering phone calls, not oh, replying yeah. to text messages, um, certain, well, now since we're in the social media stage, certain posts they post up, like, because they give you signs, like, oh, when yeah, they post posts, oh, yeah. are definitely you know? things yeah. to be like, all right. Like, are you okay? Like, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and then sometimes I feel like by asking you're okay, they easily ready for you to ask that. So it, it sometimes it's better to, like, just show up. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. and be like, yo, what's going on? Let's talk. Let's have some fun, blah, blah. And then before you know it, everything gets flooded out. Yeah. You know? That's so, true. Now I mean, thinking like you, it's better just to just go to the door, have them. They can't not answer your phone call. They cannot answer the door, mm-hmm. you know? So I think it's also very uh, easy to hide depression. Uh, very. Oh, yeah. Um, because did you know that I was depressed no. half of the time that, you know, sometimes that we would communicate and, and stuff like that. And I've had friends that came and told me some things and I was like, oh, my God. Like, mm-hmm. and because I'm a person that went through depression and, and you know, had my battle with it off and on, um, I feel like uh, it's crazy how many people are really going through this yeah. a lot and it kind of changed on uh, just how i interact with people mm-hmm. because i was never a severely depressed person where it was like anything you would say would piss me off right. like that's yeah. not i'm not gonna get pissed off and i'm not gonna go cry in the car um but there are people that will do that yeah and your daily interactions with people um impact that it definitely mm-hmm. do. And something that I've learned that I needed to do, um, you know, we spoke about in the last episodes of, you know, our New Year's resolutions and goals and things of like that. One thing that I, uh, after my past depression, after my father passed, um, was I needed to, if I need to call you and vent about something, I need to ask if your mental health is okay before yes. I do that. Yes. Because yeah. it's not fair to somebody. And don't get me wrong, everybody's struggles are different. You know, you will have people complaining about, you know, they got three kids. And I'm like, well, I got one. And, you know, these are my issues. <laughs> but, you yeah. know, whatever. It's not funny. But, yeah. but um, you know, it's just kind of, it's important to take into consideration other people's mental health before you vent with them. That's true. Because that is not everybody can take that in. Mm-hmm. And there are some people like me, when I was depressed, I would listen to you vent. I would I would like it because it would help me, yeah. you know, right. you know, feel better. But there's some people that will try to solve your problems. And then I'm not trying theirs. to solve nobody's problems. Yeah. Yeah. That's one thing about me. I don't care how I feel. I'm not solving your problems. Yeah. I can I try it. to assist you and I can try to but if you're gonna be one of those type of people, like, you know, you're gonna keep on putting yourself in this situation. I did my part yeah. as your friend and that's all yeah. I could do. Yeah, so. I, I witnessed that, too, because I had, like, one girl, like, you know, she would always complain to me about the same situation. Oh, I hate that. I would give you my advice. Okay, and you don't listen. You, you don't. I mean, it's it's fine, but it's just, like, 
if you're not going to do anything with the advice that I'm giving you or even try, I don't want to hear you. Yeah, shit. I'd be like, yeah, let go, let go. Because it affects your mental health. Like <laughs> yeah. at this point, it's like you're draining me. Like, yeah, exactly. you're draining you're me. You're repeating the same thing. And I can't hear exactly. this anymore. I'll be afraid. Like, just call me and say, I just need to vent because right. I'll do better with that as opposed to you calling and asking me for my advice right. and asking me for my that opinion part. because you're not going to drain me and my mental. This is why I have boundaries. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And put and them in concrete, exactly. not sand. And people think boundaries are being mean. No, it's protecting it's your peace. And no, exactly. Yeah. And so, you know, I, I really think that. Um, like, how many times you go drive yourself in a wall? Yeah. Like, you ain't got a headache yet? It's important to, like, you know, just like daily interactions with somebody. You go to the store and you meet somebody. It's like, hey, you know, you put, you know, cream in my coffee. I'll ask for milk. All right, <laughs> listen, it's not that serious. Yeah. <laughs> I'll make you a little coffee. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Like, yes. all right, let's let's think about this and. You know, have a better day. Right. You know what I mean? Like, so I just think those are things are important. And so that that really falls on a being patient with someone, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I'm still working yeah. on yeah. that. <laughs> For real. I'm still working on that. Okay. I got a question. How can someone encourage someone who are who who's going through depression and other mental situation to get help without sounding like it's um, like a, a certain, you know, there's sometimes when you tell somebody you need to get help, mm-hmm. and then they might feel offensive that you think that I need help. Mm-hmm. Like when, when, when there are people who do need help that go through denial, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How can you tell someone who's in that state of denial to be like, "Yo, you're not yourself," without saying a way that it will come off for them to feel negative, defensive? Because then that's when that wall comes up. You can't. Yeah, you really you can't. can't. You just and have I, to say it. Yeah, you can't because I've in, I have been in that situation mm-hmm. with people. And it's literally like, well, I don't think I need help. I don't think I need this. I don't want to talk to nobody. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's fine. But I'm just telling you, this may help you. Right. And and when you're a person that can, you know, vouch for it. Mm -hmm. Because I had a friend recently that just started therapy. And she was like, I did this because of you. Because of your journey therapy. Yeah, that's good. Well, I have another friend that said, you know, I don't want... I don't I don't need to speak to nobody. Yeah. But right. I think you do. And I think it will benefit you. But that's all I can tell you. That's right. true. Because until you, you know, go and try it for yourself. And again, it comes down to are you going to allow yourself to be vulnerable? And people don't want to do that. People yeah. don't want to bring yeah. up their childhood issues that are affecting them now. Yeah. Past yeah. relationships that are affecting them now. And that's hard. Yeah. So the person has to be ready and that has to be on their own time. Yeah. Because when my father passed away and my cousin came to me and she said, I think you should go see a therapist. I was like, I don't need to. Yeah. Because I tried it before and it didn't work out and I was just over it. Yeah. I didn't want to do it again. Yeah. You and first. I did it. And, you know, I just was like, I had to do it on my own and I did and it worked out. Because it's like all about so. not giving up, right? Because mm-hmm. yeah. you can't yeah. give up on your mental stability. Right. It is so, it to me is more important than your financial stability. Mm-hmm. Because once your mind is on point, everything else follows suit. Mm-hmm. That's true. Mm-hmm. You know? That so is true. You are already focused because you know what you want to do, you're going to do it. Mm-hmm. You're not saying what you're going to do, you do it. Yeah. And and that's another thing about well being. Like, I used to thought, I was doing quarantine, I wasn't even getting enough sleep. And I used to be pacing around the house like, what the? F- I, I, yeah, I didn't even know. During quarantine, your ass be able to 
to to sit down and sleep. I do like you can't go outside. I was pacing around the house like uh, I didn't know what the hell was going on with me, and I didn't even notice until he told me like, "Yo, you need to sit down. Yeah, like relax." I didn't even know I wasn't even doing that. Mm -hmm. Then I that was like, "Oh, yo, I'm really having anxiety attack on the low Mm -hmm. on the low low." Mm -hmm. Then it didn't even dawn on me because like for me, I don't, I never went through that in the past. You don't know what the signs are. You may you just go, not yeah. have recognized it. Yeah, yeah. You know what? And that's probably, and what, that's probably what it is. I'm so yeah. used to being on the go. Mm-hmm. And then when someone tell you that you can't go, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, what am I going to do now? Right. You know, mm-hmm. I had to find some type of uh, a hobby to do inside the house that I usually majority of my hobbies are outside, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. So, and that's another thing about social interactions, you know? That's sometimes, to me, I, then that's when I realized that social interacting was my therapy. Mm-hmm. Like me going out, seeing people or learning from their mistakes outside. Yeah. You know, learning how to network in a way of what might benefit me if I'm in certain situations, you know. Yeah. And then when you get cut, then that's cut off. You're like, okay, what can I do by myself? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and it's kind of, it, it takes some, some time to sit down and soak that in, you know? That's true. Especially when I'm outside, you know, y'all know I run them streets. I'm outside all the time. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm outside every day, all day, you know what I mean? But the quarantine really, really low-key helped me on a low. Yeah. But, well, for me it did. But some people, sadly, things been people been going through it, so. It made me still lazy. I don't want to leave my house. <laughs> it just, it, it gave me other hobbies I could look into, like, um, like exercising, start reading more myself, self mental health books, stuff like that. Yeah. So. Okay. So yeah. I guess you know, you know, with that being said, I feel like you know, there's definitely uh, ways to help others. I think it's you know important that we recognize, um, you know, that we don't know what somebody's day or life is like uh, yeah. before you have these daily interactions with people. You know, when my father passed away, I was out you know a day or two later so you never know what somebody's going through you yeah. never know um it's important to be mindful of this friends family and yes. people, you know anybody yeah. Yeah. um just be a, a lending ear because sometimes oh, yeah. that's all people need right. be kind. exactly be kind. um yep. and you know i can definitely take my own advice sometimes because people no. are annoying hello <laughs> um but you know it is what it is and that's just the reality yeah. of the situation so yeah, and, and I also want to um, jump into that too. With like, check on the person that you think this is strongest. Yes, because mm-hmm. those be the ones that need the help the most. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, the ones that you think that oh they're fine. Some eight they out of ten times they they ne- may not be fine. You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Check on the strongest ones because they are strong for a reason. Right. And they try hard not to feel it. Trying hard not to break. Trying hard just to. Be day day by day, yeah. you know. Ask them how you doing, or let's go out, let's do something. Right. Yeah. Take a hike, you know, not not in a bad way, but you know, in a good, in a good, <laughs> in a, in a good way. You know, check on the strongest ones. So yeah, so us at the Shady Brunch, we just want y'all to know that there is definitely help out there if needed. There's plenty of therapists, you know, there are black and brown therapists out there. You do not have to go to, you know, a white person that you feel like you can't relate to. And there's also phone numbers, you know, to call like the National uh, Suicide Prevention Line. Yep, which is 1-800-273-8255. 
Again, it's 1-800-273-8255. And they're laughing at me because I sound like the people in the commercial. <laughs> <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm going to put the disclaimer on the bottom, right? That really sounded like a whole infomercial yes. right there. Like, Call the right. hotline. Uh, I mean, yeah, she's absolutely right. <laughs> if, if you feel like, you know, you know somebody or Can't somebody. Can't some, that number. The number is there. Please yes. definitely reach out and get any type of help that you need. It's out there available for everybody. Yes. Um, and please feel free to email us, Instagram, YouTube, anything, questions or any assistance that you might need with getting, you know, the, the proper help that Give you us, need. Yes. Give us all the feedback. Don't be shy. Yes. You know, and until next time, guys, stay shady. Yes. yes. All right. Bye-bye. Peace out. Peace.